Hey, and welcome to the Fearless Launching Show. I am your host, Anne Samoylov, and today we're speaking to Teresa Reed, also known as the Tarot Lady. Teresa has a an interesting business, uh, reading tarot cards, but lately, in the past several years, she's added another part to her business, another segment to what she does, and she created a actually a whole bunch of training courses for fellow entrepreneurial tarot readers. And what she has discovered is quite interesting because she started out just serving that very specific market and now she's branched out and is doing so much more for other heart-centered, soul-centered entrepreneurs. I think you're going to really love this interview today and I I implore you to wait until the very end because Teresa's agreed to share some really auspicious launch dates that you you might need that, that information for your upcoming launches. And she's going to share how she comes, comes to those launch dates, not just through the cards, but why she even comes up with those dates in the first place and how she does it. I just love our conversation here and I hope you do too, but really take a look at her unique business and how she is rocking it big time. Teresa, thank you for joining us here today. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me and I am honored and excited to be talking today with you. Yeah, this is, this is great. And I was just uh, saying before we started recording that, um, I was, I'm like, why, wait a minute, why hasn't. Teresa been on the show yet? And I'm like, oh, that's right. You need to, you know, send out the email and ask her. Um, uh, for those of you who don't know Teresa, Teresa Reed is, she's also known to many in my circle as the tarot lady, but I always call her Teresa, obviously. I, I know you more than just as the tarot lady. Um, and, but I also want you to know that she is a seriously, and now I have to change my rating to not clean, but what whatever explicit. She is a seriously badass entrepreneur. Seriously. Like if there's badass, there's Teresa Reed in the dictionary right next to those words. <laughs> so um, I like to call you, by the way, uh, like a, one of one of the people that I call a serial launcher, but not in the way where you're just like launching everything for whatever reason. But there, there's like something really well thought out, but it's very consistent and that you, you, you keep coming back, you keep launching things. And, um, Teresa's done loads of launches. I've watched her because she's been in fearless launching that community, but she was launching, I think before that I'm pretty sure. Um, so today I was just really excited to ask her about some of those launches and then also, um, let her share more about what she does. So how does that sound? That sounds wonderful. I am like open and ready for this today, Anne. <laughs> okay, awesome. Awesome. So I guess before we get started, I kind of gave a little hint into what, what you're, who you're known as, but tell, tell us and tell like the listeners about your business and because I know you've got a few different things that you do. I know your business has different pieces to it. It's not just a, you know, one thing. Right. Well, I like to say because I'm a Gemini, we always like to have more than one thing going at the same time. My full-time career that I've been doing now for about 25 years is I work as a professional tarot reader, which is actually a very unusual career, uh, and it's it's one that isn't um, 
it's certainly not dull, but I have other little things that I also do. I teach yoga on the side because that is a labor of love, and yoga is such an important component to my life, and I love sharing it with people. And then I also help uh, people in my industry uh, build sustainable businesses. So there's a really big mission that I have on that regard because I've been very fortunate to have my career go as long as it has. And, I mean, I've been going since before the Internet and <laughs> had to learn all that technology and stuff. And I love helping my peers to get over their fears about business so that they can really get their groove on and have lives and lifestyles that really support them and their family. So I'm really big on that, too. So those are really the main things that I'm doing. That is great. And, okay, so two things. I didn't know you were a Gemini. Now it kind of is all kind of coming together, and I'm understanding a little bit more about you. <laughs> but also I forgot the yoga piece in all of this. I totally forgot that you also do teach yoga. Huh. Yeah, yoga is always running in the background of a lot of things that I do. Even, believe it or not, with my tarot business and the way I do my tarot, there's always a little yoga component floating around there. Mm -hmm. I've been doing yoga for many, many years, and I don't talk a lot about the yoga teaching that I do because it's very highly customized and specialized. I have a very small studio here in Milwaukee that's been open now for 10 years. And I work with people who are not comfortable being in a regular studio. So I have people that I work with who are injured or maybe they are senior citizens and they don't want to, or there's somebody who doesn't want to wear shorts or, you know, there's something right. going on that they don't want to be in a studio like that. So it's a very little, it's kind of like it's a secret club here that's not so secret. <laughs> and I have a waiting list with it. Uh, the studio has been going strong for a decade and, you know, the whole mission is I'm here to serve so it's it's just a little side gig but it's always floating in everything that i do oh, i love that okay so so then let's talk let's dive into now like the the products and courses and things that you're doing for your peers and i'm wondering what is the first what's the very first thing you launched in that not i mean i don't know like once you what what was the thing that like took you out of just uh just reading tarot for other people to then helping your peers? Well, the first thing is getting that website up was the big, big, big thing mm -hmm. for me. And, you know, I, I was technology challenged. So I will say right off the bat, just getting that happening and launching it and then relaunching it. And my relaunch was really, really successful. That was the thing that really got me going on all the other things that I'm doing. So just even getting the website out there and, mm -hmm. and learning then how to do that relaunch and that rebrand and get people excited about it, it, it took a lot of components for me. I'm actually very introverted. And it really was about me learning how to get out of my comfort zone, get out there and let people know, hey, I've got something going on here. That was, um, that was challenging for me. But once I did that, then the first big digital product that I did was what is called my Tarot Business in a Box. And it was the kit that I created for people in my industry who don't have a clue about business. Mm. And, you know, people who do mystical work, we love to do mystical work. We love to help people. We like to solve problems. We love to, you know, give you guidance and help you to connect with your inner guidance. But, you know, when it comes to business, it's like, wah, 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 wah. We just don't like it. Well, I'm really one of those weirdos, though, that 
I kind of get off on business, and I love it. And I have always been, over the years, even before my website was up, you know, giving advice here and there to my peers and talking about business and talking about other entrepreneurs. And so I decided to create that tarot business in a box specifically for tarot people. And that, that's what it is. It's just this kit that says, here's how to get your business started. You know, these are the things you need to do. These are the things you need to think about. It's very, very basic beginner's kit because, again, people in my industry, we, we're just not in the business. We're in the tarot. Right. And, yeah, when I did my launch then, I did it in a, you know, very uh, strategic way. I planned out everything from the launch dates, which, by the way, I will tell you how to do that by astrology later on today. Awesome. But <laughs> I planned that all out. And then what I, I learned, and I learned this from Fearless Launching, actually, uh, is that that I use this with other products down the road, is I had to learn to, like, drop hints. And so there's a lot of seeding beforehand, letting people know. I even had a prototype of this uh, tarot business in a box before. Sold some of that, but when I really put it together as the tarot business and box, there was a lot of seeding beforehand, allowing people, letting people know that something was going to be coming. And then I uh, put it out there on the most auspicious date, put notes out to my newsletter, and it's been selling very steadily, very nicely ever since then. It was a very, very good launch. Yeah. And since so then, is it like an evergreen? Basically, it's always available. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. It's an evergreen product. It's always available for people in my industry. But, you know, once I learned how to do that and uh, was able to bring something out there that was really able to help my peers, then I started trying different things like classes and digital classes. And I got a lot better with launching. Uh, I did a, a digital classroom that I ran twice called Open for Business, which was about teaching people how to use tarot and astrology for their businesses because I use tarot and astrology all the time for everything that I do in my, in regards to my business. And by the way, I also use meditation too, but that's another story. <laughs> so when I put that class together, I launched it and it sold out immediately. Then I, um, uh, then I relaunched it again. It sold out immediately because I really got better with the whole process of letting people know, hey, this is what's coming. Hey, this is what's coming. Here's the web copy. Look at all the cool things we're going to be doing. And I put a lot of special things in the class, and there was a lot of good buzz about it afterwards, too, which helped the second one sell out right away. The thing oh. I'm doing, yeah, the thing I started doing this last year also, and I, I, I kind of went balls out and decided to do a retreat. Right. That's what I was going to ask you is it feels like you've done a bunch of different types of launches. Yep. So then there was this live retreat. The live event, uh, when I put that concept together, it was also based on this whole thing that, uh, okay, I'm teaching you guys how to use tarot and astrology for all your business stuff. Here, if you're a tarot person, there's a kit for you so you can learn how to run a business. Well, let me create a retreat that is specifically geared towards women who do heart-centered, soul-centered, healing-type work. Let me put together a retreat. And so I gathered some very bright people and sat down and worked out the web copy and put it all together, got some sponsors, and launched it in December of last year. And it sold out uh, probably within a couple of weeks, I'd say eight weeks. That's awesome. That is so great. So, yeah. so it sounds like, I mean, because I, I, as you were talking about this, you know, I was actually remembering being, I didn't even mention um, the monthly radio show, the talking shop show. I don't yeah. know. Are you still doing that with, 
You Brie bet Saucy. we're doing Talking Shop. I do that with Bree Saucy. We do that at Milagro Roots. We do that once a month. And yeah. that's all geared towards people in these soul-based industries who really want to get their businesses popping yeah i mean when i was when you were talking about that leaking and like the seating and saying what's coming i remember when i was going to be on at the end of like january and you were leaking that that bad boy you know well in advance i'm like man she is good she is on it and and i was like oh my goodness like you really you are a master leaker (laughs) (laughs) well we got we got a leak at our house right now the plumber's coming here on thursday so there's a lot of leaking happening (laughs) no but that's awesome that is that is so great and then so it sounds like um when you earlier were talking about pierce so you have this business in a box and Mm -hmm. um for beginning people who are you know doing this type of work but it sounds like you've even expanded beyond that and are doing more to help people who are in these heart-centered more healing businesses to kind of pull in other tools um, to run their business, which i think is awesome so that other that live class that you did would you say that that i mean what types of people were you focused on that because i'm like when are you going to run that again <laughs> oh the open for business thing yes I got to tell you, I had a really interesting mix of women each time. I had people who were either into tarot. I had um, creativity people, branding strategists, uh, people who were uh, female entrepreneurs. By the way, I only opened it for women. Sorry, guys. But, uh, (laughs) you know, I just really wanted to help my female soul sister, so to speak. And uh, it, it was a gamut of very, very different types of businesses. And so you would be surprised. There are a lot of women who are looking for uh, help, and they're in these more spiritual um, businesses, and they're not getting it. A lot of what you see for business advice that's out there, a lot of the classes, a lot of the things that you can take mm-hmm. are not geared for people who speak our lingo or for people who would really like to learn a little bit more about our stuff. So there is a need that needs to be fed, and yeah. I would love to see more people reaching out to the mind, body, spirit industry and giving them a helping hand. You know, one person who does it really well is the yogipreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I watch what she does, and I, I refer people like yogis to her because she's out there speaking the same lingo that I'm doing, but in a different way, just specifically to yogis. And I saw that need, and that's why I created uh, a lot of the things. A lot of things I've created and start to expand is to bring those women into the fold. And then if they uh, need additional help, I'm always looking for other people that I can refer them to, like her, for example, right. so that they can continue to grow and expand, and so we can all network together. Yeah, I mean, you know, the other the other interesting thing I was just thinking is that. Um, you're not, I mean, these people, like what you're saying, there was like a branding person. You yeah. have to also think about like, you know, if I think about the people who are coming to me for help, mm-hmm. they are those type of people, the the more heart-centered businesses, the ones that aren't necessarily, um, the people who do the, the best <laughs> in Fearless Launching are not the, you know, just the plain old marketing expert. They're people who have very specific audiences who are those heart-centered people. Mm-hmm. So I think someone, even if they themselves aren't in that kind of business, if mm-hmm. they're serving those people who are, then they yep. need to be they need to be speaking that language too. So coming to you, coming to the yogapreneur, coming to different people who are who are speaking that language, I think can only, you know, improve their businesses. Like it's like right. a weird way around kind of like it's almost like uh developing your business not from the 
straight ahead approach, but kind of going around and, and actually kind of sitting with who your audience is and, yes. and figuring out what they need. Which... Right, and feeling <laughs> things out. You mm-hmm. know, people who work in the type of work that I do, we don't do our business by the books. We do the business by what we're feeling. And I will say one of the things I did like about Fearless Launching when I took your course was that you did speak to us. You weren't speaking in this dry business speak, which again, you talk to tarot people, you start bringing that stuff forward. You know what we're going to do? We're going to fall asleep. We don't want to hear that. You made it really friendly and approachable. So the things that I learned from there, from taking that class with you, was stuff that I could actually embrace in my business because you were speaking a lingo that really could apply to me well some things that people don't don't really know about me is that often I won't send emails because of how I feel often I don't yep. want to launch something because of something that's not really tangible it's not right you know it's not like well this didn't do well in the survey so therefore I am not going to launch it it's nothing it's more just like oh there's something in my gut that tells me that I shouldn't do this today and right and you know so I definitely make a lot of decisions based on that and and I mean I've come to you as well for for different dates but also different indications of things that I wanted to launch and do um in my business so clearly I'm not you know um necessarily I'm trying to think of someone who's you know I feel like more and more entrepreneurs are definitely embracing Mm -hmm. this piece of the puzzle so I think that's a good thing because I was just thinking of other people who maybe teach what I do but but now I'm thinking like Natalie Luce, she's full on into like, she talks a lot about the interpersonal kind of part of running her business. Um, I don't know so much of like, you know, like Amy Porterfield, I know her personally, but she doesn't bring that necessarily into her business Mm -hmm. necessarily, but she definitely has that vibe. So I'm trying to think of someone who doesn't bring it necessarily in. Um, But you know, they're everybody. Everybody's different. Everybody's approaching their business differently. So, um, I think it's great that you're that you're doing this and offering it for people who are approaching their business in this way. Right, and um, you know, it really needs to be out there. We've got a lot of women now starting their own businesses, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you know, we, we, you and I both. We are women. We're very much in tune with our feelings. So, women are doing business more from that feeling sense. So we need more stuff out there for us. So feeling wise, so how did you know you were, okay, so you have your, you, how did you know you were ready to launch that first business in the box, business in a box? Well, first of all, I have a very specific process for okay. coming up with ideas. In fact, I'm going to be teaching a class at the end of August on how my process works. What, what I do is I, I'm very much into doing my little meditation. And, you know, meditation, we are always taught you're supposed to quiet your mind. Well, the tarot lady's mind doesn't work like that. When I go into meditation, often what I find is my mind starts going to planning and creative thinking. So I keep a notebook by me when I meditate, and I started coming up with that idea for the tarot business in a box. Uh, actually, Erica Learmark helped me come up with the name, but the idea started coming together. It just kept coming to me in meditation, like, you need to do this, and there needs to be something out there. There's nothing out there that is really helping your industry. There's actually a book or two, but the books are woefully outdated. They don't offer the information that's really going to get people up to date. So it came to me in meditation. As goofy as it may sound to some Mm -hmm. people, that's where all of my creative ideas come through. And what I do when I get the ideas, I jot them all down. I have an idea book that I carry with me everywhere. 
And I then start formulating. I start playing. I start brainstorming. I start taking tarot cards and toss them out. And I start weaving stories with that for myself and coming up with uh, creative ideas through that. Once I get that process done and the idea is um, solid, then I start building my product and I start looking at auspicious dates to launch, and then I start my seeding process. So everything all comes from one space. It always comes from the meditative space. And all of my ideas for business, all of my ideas for the products I create, even for the blog posts I write, they come from these flashes of inspiration that often come through my little process. Wow, that is cool. That is really cool. And do you have... um, So... Out of all, like, it sounds like I've actually never heard what your creative process is before. And I'm wondering now, like, what do you like better? Do you like that? Do you love that process so much? Or do you, which part of it, do you have like a favorite part of the process? Do you have like, is it that kind of initial stage or is it actually getting it out there? Oh, the initial stage is always oh the most excited. I'm, like, I'm like, that's already my favorite, and I'm not even you. <laughs> I get so, I, you know, I, I get uh, what <laughs> Erica Learmark once said to me that I have creative diarrhea. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I have to laugh because I get all these crazy cool ideas. I've got, I mean, some of the ideas I have to give to other people because I can't possibly do them all. But I love that coming up with ideas. I love coming up with names and and playing with things. I really get off on that. And even just like visualizing things like business and reaching goals and seeing all that. I love that. So yes, the coming up with the idea gets me the most excited. And then putting the product together, creating things, I really enjoy that too because the methodical side of myself, Gemini's, we've got more than one side. I, I just enjoy that. I enjoy busy work. I enjoy things like even doing, this sounds crazy, uh, but I love balancing my checkbook. It's even color-coded. <laughs> so uh, that, that whole process, I'm the sorry. little methodical detail. I'm, I'm not laughing at you. I'm like, wow, I need you to come over here. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, don't get me started on paperwork. That's another lovely subject that I could talk for hours on. But anyhow, then, then the whole idea of doing the launch, I like to view it like it's a party. You know, I don't view it as like, oh, God, I've got to launch this product. I'm like, I've got a present for you, and I'm bringing it out here. So that's how I always approach my launches. It's like, I've got a present. Look what I got. Surprise. So um, I have, I think I enjoyed the whole process of all of it, and to be honest with you, but the idea part, the stewing and the brewing and the uh, creative churning of ideas, oh, yeah, yeah, I love that. Well, as you were saying what Erica told you you have I was also reminded of a phrase that she uh, has often said that we can use as our own mantras and that is since since I already said one you know not clean word in this episode I can say this again I shit gold (laughs) you shit gold Teresa Reed I love that she cracks me up she's really funny by the way yes I, I love me some Erica too um so okay so you talked about auspicious dates. So yes. a lot of entrepreneurs, I think I know a lot of them who come to you for their launch mm-hmm. dates. Um, and, you know, I know that I have come to you for different types of dates in the past. And honestly, right. I have to I have to say they were all really relevant. And I don't want to say they worked, but they were all the they were right. They were all right. And, Thank and, you. 
granted, I mean, part of me was very resistant. I like, I don't know if you know this, but like part of me was resistant. I'm like, well, I can do what I want. I can do whatever <laughs> I want. And then I'd be like, you know, I can, and I want to do it on these dates that Teresa's given me. So I usually would just stick to those. And there were a few really key conversations that I was looking mm-hmm. for dates on before. And those were just, they just turned out they had like the best outcome. Um, and, um, so, but what do you think, you know, knowing, knowing that you have all these people coming to you, is there like some kind of theme of things that they're asking you? Is it, when should I launch or should I launch or what no, kind of like thing are the people asking you? It's different. I mean, believe it or not, I even have people who come to have dates on when they should have their C-section. Wow. So it's not that people just come for the business things. There's a lot of people who really do like to work with energy, and that's the key. You know, there's some astrologers and some tarot readers that really believe some things are cut in stone and everything's faded. I'm not one of those. I am one of those people that I like to, I like to what I say, tweak fate. I like to work with it. Um, I like to look at how the energy is flowing. And rather than fight against it, I work with it. So everything that I'm doing when I'm doing even like readings for myself or I'm doing uh, astrology, like timing for certain things, I'm checking to see, okay, what does this date mean for me? How can I work with this energy? And when I'm picking auspicious launch dates for myself, I'm looking at when the energy is easiest for me, when it's working with me. That's really the key here. The key isn't that, oh my God, you have to do on this date because otherwise it won't be a success. Right. It's like, oh no, no, this date's going to make it a little bit better. This is going to smooth things out. Right. So for example, I never launched during a Mercury retrograde ever, 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 ever. Mercury retrograde is when Mercury is uh, at a standstill, so to speak. And so it appears to go backwards to the human eye. But the truth is it's just kind of like slowing down its orbit. Mercury rules communication. It rules, um, you know, our technology and all that. And that is one of the dates that I never, ever launch. And I don't let anybody launch during a Mercury retrograde if I can help it. Because it, here's the thing that I found over all the years that I've been studying astrology and tarot. You start a business during Mercury retrograde, I guarantee it's going to fail. It's, yeah. Or it's going to struggle. Uh, I'll give you a quick little story. There was a, a yoga studio that I knew here in Wisconsin. They were constantly struggling constantly. It was a gorgeous studio with terrific teachers. Why was it struggling? Well, the owners were kind of like questionable, which of course, even questionable people can make a good business. And I said, well, what day did you guys start this business? And I looked and they started it during a Mercury and retrograde because you can do a astrology chart on your business. And the 12th house was loaded with really intense planets. And I said, look, this is not good. What you need to do is a relaunch of your business, and here's a really good auspicious date. Treat it like a grand reopening because you can change things. You can work with energy. Well, they thought I was kooky, so of course they didn't go along with it, and they were closed like a year later. Oh, I knew man. they weren't going to make it. And so that's what I mean about working with energy. Right. I like to see when are things going to be in my favor or when... When can I make things easy? Or if, I, if a God forbid, if I have to do something during a Mercury retrograde, I'm going to look for the best day in there where the planets are a little more friendly to make something work for me. Right. It's all about, again, let's work with the energy. Well, actually, you know, one of the things that you did say to me, which def- definitely stands out as it wasn't just a, oh, here's a date, do it mm-hmm. this day. Um, you asked, what, what's the outcome you're hoping for? Mm-hmm. Like, what outcome are you hoping for? And with that in mind, this is 
this is these are you know here are here are two days i think you gave me like four different days for this one specific thing you know that will give you will you know put you in favor to get that right. outcome um right. so i i think that i think that's really important too because even like for somebody maybe who isn't or who hasn't you know sought out the help of a tarot reader like right. you can say that if you're outcome based and like this is the outcome that i want what is the best way to get there yep. this is just another piece of information to get you there um and yep. i think most people actually have a problem saying what their outcome that they want is absolutely not know? just in business but in life <laughs> I know. You know, it's for example when i had my children um, i did my daughter's astrology chart i did my children this is going to sound crazy, maybe not crazy. I planned my children by astrology, and then once they were born, I, I took a really hard look at their charts. And the reason why I'm looking at their charts is like, I want to see what I have to work with here. So I can step up and be a better parent. Mm -hmm. I have to know what they need. I have to know where my challenges are going to be. It's the same with your business. When you are giving birth to a product or a business or or something new in your work, it is like giving birth to a child. And wouldn't it be nice if you had this little idea of how that energy might work or where you might face challenges? It's going to make it a lot less painful. And I personally am not a person who digs being in pain. I like being able to have a happy life, happy business, and like happy relationship with my children. So that's really what it's all about again. It's like, how can I work with this? How can I make this work? I love it. Yeah. So, so I, I really do encourage anyone who, who just wants another tool to kind of figuring out some piece of their, you know, something in their life, something in their business. It doesn't, it can be anything really. Yes. Like this, I, I look at tarot as a tool to kind of figuring that, that whole thing out. Um, and it's definitely been useful for me, um, thus far. So, um, so I wanted to ask you, you know, one one kind of final-ish question. We don't have to totally wrap up or anything like that. But like the really the the one question that I wanted, and this is, I, I mentioned it before we started recording. I feel like this is totally self-serving for me. But like, are there, you know, any general um, auspicious months or, oh, yeah. or ranges of time coming up in the next, you know, before the end of 2014 that people should be aware of? Well, the first thing I'm going to tell everybody is that the beginning of the year, we have had retrograde after retrograde after retrograde after retrograde. So this year's been a long, hard slog for a lot of us, but mm -hmm. things started to change last month when the final big old retrograde went direct. So July, we've been really working through that energy, and in July, Jupiter went into Leo, where it's very, very happy right now. It's much happier, in my opinion, in Leo than it is in Cancer. Anyhow, to make a long astrology thing short, because I hate astrobabble, <laughs> August and September are fabulous months. It is a time to get off your butt and get things moving, people. We have beautiful energy now for creativity, for launching, for being visible, for thinking big, or also even for big planning. I, I recommend for some people, take August and September, if you have nothing to launch, to get creative to really sit with your mojo and come up with ideas of what you want to do in 2015. Mm -hmm. Those two months are fantastic. Now, October, forget about it. We've got a Mercury retrograde, and it's not a very friendly one. It's got intense energy. So I'm going to tell people, October, you know what, guys? Chill. <laughs> chill. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just chill. I'm taking and notes also, so you can hear me writing, that's why. <laughs> 
Yeah, let's just chill in that month. November is when things start to really get good again. And also what I want people to pay attention to is at the end of 2014, Saturn is leaving Scorpio. It is going into Sagittarius, which is going to get very, very friendly with that Jupiter for the next year. 2015 could turn out to be a really uh, splendid year for people. There's a lot of creative energy, and it's a good time for creating lasting things uh, because Jupiter, I find when it is making a beautiful aspect to Saturn, we can think big and also think about crystallizing those big ideas. So I think next year is going to be great. It's especially going to be a good year for fire signs. If you are an Aries, a Leo, or a Sagittarius, I think 2015 you're going to have a lot to, a lot of great things to bring forward. It's going to be a, a great year for those guys. Ooh, that's mm-hmm. exciting. I'm a, I'm, I'm a Pisces, so... Well, I'm a Gemini. We don't give totally the benefits, but you know what? We can still work with that energy, too. Yeah. doesn't mean we're left out of the thing. We just have to work with it a little bit differently. Those guys are just going to be on fire next year, part of the pun. Dude, you know, uh, dude, that's that's what your name is now, dude. I have to tell you, like, what you just said about, like, 2014 and all these retrogrades, it totally makes sense to me based on some major stuff that has occurred in my life. Not just my business, but of course, when things impact your life, it impacts everything. So, um, but yeah, now, and I'm definitely feeling it. I'm glad I did my, I'm glad I did my Fearless Launching Early Bird in July. And um, I'll be doing my next launch of Fearless Launching in the good months, not October. (laughs) No, you're going to leave October alone and let that be a good time to to chill, enjoy the crisp fall weather, if it is crisp where you are. You know, just let, let October be more of a retreat month okay that sounds amazing so okay so okay this is actually the very very last question and that is what is coming up Teresa I heard you leak something earlier in this conversation yes I am doing a class that is teaching my process for how to take your flashes of inspiration and turn them into ideas that you can use for your business. It's called Intuition to Income, and it's a one—it's a full one-day digital classroom with me. Uh, by the way, there's only seats for 25 people. I only do my classes small, so I'm really big into giving one-on-one t- attention to people because I love doing that. I love getting in your grill and working one-on-one. So it's going to be an intimate class, but it's a full-day digital thing. You're going to learn... Um, how to like use meditation as a creative tool. And then there's going to be pretty much on the spot coaching with me, working with your ideas and helping you to start turning them into something that you can create for your business. So that is on my website. My website is www.thetarolady.com. And if they click on classes and mentoring, the drop down menu, there's a link to Intuition to Income and they can sign up. Uh, the class will run on August 31st. Mm. And by the way, I'm going to drop another seed right now. I've got a big thing coming in 2015 for entrepreneurs. And that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I love it. So is, it, but really, is this your first official leak of that or have you been already leaking it kind of here and there? It's gone behind the scenes and I've done prototypes. And here's what the people who've done the prototype have said to me. They're like, Oh my God, this is the bomb. I love it. So that's all I'll say. Okay, well, um, I will stop recording soon and then I will ask you. No, um, if you, I want to know about this now. Jeez. Okay. But that's okay. That's okay. Um, August 31st says that class. I cannot wait to jump over to your site and figure that out. And we'll put all the show, we'll put all of your links below. Um, my gosh, Teresa, I don't want to get off the phone with you, but. 
I must, you must, we must go run our crazy badass businesses. <laughs> yes, we must go our separate ways for now, but we are always together one heart. That's right. And by the way, Teresa, it was amazing meeting you at World Domination Summit. I felt like, oh my God, this is Teresa. <laughs> I was so much fun. I just, you know, the thing is with World Domination Summit, number one, it was really hot, so I thought I was going to die. And <laughs> number two, there were so many people. I, I just felt like I didn't get enough I know. time with the people I wanted to hang with. I'm like, I, I need five more days out here just to be like in people's face and getting to know them and feeling them out better. So that's the only thing about it. I was like, oh, there's just not enough time. I know. It, it was just like, you know, my memory of you is me leaning forward in my seat and seeing you like two two people down or yeah. like, you know, handing you one of those cupcakes. I don't know if you got one of those that somebody was passing around. Oh, no, I didn't get one of those. Oh, I didn't, didn't want one. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. he passed it on to us. Um, anyways, um, it was just, it was amazing. And, you know, hopefully we can find another excuse to do that. Oh, yes. I would love that. Absolutely. Right. Wow. Teresa, Teresa, thank Reed you so much. Really and uh, have a her great, stuff. great day. And I think the, you too, the biggest okay. thing that I love Enjoy the rest of your day. Teresa I and watching okay. her Bye-bye. as she's been a member Bye. of the Fearless Launching community is that her business has evolved. It started as a tarot reading, tarot card reading business. It then grew to serve other tarot readers. And now she's found a way to bring in all the elements in her life, meditation, intuition, yoga yoga and really create something unique for people who are in these heart-centered, soul-centered service, maybe service-based businesses. And I just think that's great. Uh, She has taken a lot of the key elements in Fearless Launching, which is all about creating your own launch style. And she's just rocked it out. I think Teresa is amazing. Um, If you want to learn more about Fearless Launching or jump into the community and hang out with Teresa and a lot of other really cool people, check out fearlesslaunching.com. Right now, there's just a little interest page up there, but we are going to be opening very soon. And if you are receiving this in September, then you will also likely learn about a live webinar that's coming up on September 22nd. So if you want to know more about that, check out the show notes below, check out the sidebar, go check out Teresa, check out Fearless Launching. And and I really hope to see you either on that live call or also in the community for Fearless Launching. Um, And if you have any more questions for Teresa, put them below because she is willing and ready and open to answering all sorts of questions from all sorts of entrepreneurs, even if you just want to find out what are the best launch dates for you. Have a great one and I will see you. We're going to see you next week. That's right. I'm amping things up to a weekly show because you have been asking. It's so funny. I thought I could only do a couple times a month, but I'm really loving this. And it's mostly because of you and because you are emailing me and letting me know you like what you hear. So thanks again for listening. If you haven't gone over to iTunes, go over there now, rate, review the show, but most importantly, email me. I'm the one I want to hear from you. I want to hear what you want to hear and let me know how I can make this show better and how I can share with you as much as I possibly can because people, there's a lot in this head that I don't even know if you're interested in. So I need to know. So let me know and I will probably put it in an upcoming show.
Have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you soon.